0: We completed Chapter 4 and we started discussing Chapter 5. Chapter 4 was Gnana Karma Sannyasa Yoga, Yoga of Liberation of Actions in Knowledge. Now Chapter 5 is called Karma Sannyasa Yoga, Yoga of Renunciation of Actions. Some of the books only titled it Sannyasa Yoga. Basically, Yoga for Renunciation or True Renunciation. And the word true is very meaningful here because renunciation can be of many types and we have been discussing what is true renunciation. Chapter 1 and 2 gave us the background and gave us the insight into the nature of the self. 3 and 4 talked about Karma Yoga, Yoga of Action. So our journey is from inertness, which is the true nature of this body. In prakriti, everything is inert, and our body is nothing but part of this prakriti. So the very nature of our self is inert. Given a choice, what we want to do is nothing. So what are you doing this week and Neil? And my answer is nothing. I really don't want to plan anything. The real joy is not doing anything. So that's our. Basic nature is inertia, inertness. So inertia is our nature and therefore the danger is that we may fall into tamas. So first quest is to whip yourself up into rajas. So start doing activity. You can't do activity unless there is motivation. What is the motivation? My desires, my goals to acquire, accomplish is the motivation. That's very, very important to have motivation. So all my activities are driven by my motivation which is the desires. So from inertia, I have to go to desire-prompted activities. That's where I do things and accomplish and achieve. But then I have to rise above those because I realize that's not the end. That's the means to go to the end so the next goal is to have desire less activities which is the yoga so we have seen the yoga is the activity which keeping the greater good in mind so that the yagnas we have seen in 12 different types of yagnas described in last chapters which is to prompt ourselves into level of activity which will purify your mind and intellect and why are we purifying our mind and intellect? get to the next stage where we can realize who we are, the self. So that's meditation, dhyana, contemplating on your own self what it is. So it's a journey from inertia to realizing yourself. Chapter 3rd and 4th prepared us for desireless activities, yagna. As we said, the definition of yagna is activity which I do for the greater good, keeping the good of the entire society, the community, the cosmos, the universe, the humanity in mind is my Yajna. And there are 12 different methods you have learn. Now once I have learned the art of action, then I have to go beyond actions. So the next two chapters, chapter 5 and 6, focus on how to transcend actions. And transcendence, as we have seen, something when I drop attachment to, I transcend that. In the standard examples we have seen is when I was a child or attached to my toys, and as I grow, the attachment to those toys drop. You can't give a 12-year-old on a birthday in a balloon or something which you give him at the age of three. Even over we a little Medha, I can see a difference between what I could give her six months ago and now. Constantly changing. Say, oh, no, I don't want that. See, because that's a baby's toys. Just six months ago she was playing with it. Now that's a baby's toys. So you transcend as you attach to the higher and higher. So if you attach to the higher, then the lower drops off. When we attach to the activity, Tamas drops off. When I attach to the desireless activities, the desires drops off. And now I have to go beyond that. So the next two chapters, chapter 5, makes a bridge between contemplation, the dhyana, and the yoga, which is activity actions. So therefore it's called sannyasa yoga, you know, karma sannyasa, renouncing actions. And the first few verses start with Arjuna's question. Now this is not really anything unique. We, even the ardent students of Bhagavad Gita constantly get confused about what is the goal of life and whether it is sannyasa is good or yoga is good. In the two terms we were defined before, egoless action, giving up the sense of doership is sannyasa. If I give up the agency, that I am the doer, it's sannyasa. But if I give up the enjoyership, that I am the enjoyer of fruits of my actions, then I am a yogi. So, yoga requires tyaga, giving up the fruits of actions. Sanyasa requires complete renunciation of myself as the limited being, as the doer. But not, not very clear to most of us. So, Bhagavan put this question in Arjuna's mouth, which we have universally asked. It said, Sanyasam Karmanam Krishna, punar yogam cha Yat yath shreya etayoho ekam tanme bruhisunis chitam we go and ask this question tell me one thing that I can practice you know. don't confuse me with all this elaborate discussion about what is right and what is wrong just tell me should I go and do this or not sanyasam karmanam krishna punar yogam cha you are praising sanyasa because we have seen Several verses in the last four chapters which says, offer everything to me, just do the actions for me. All of that basically means have to renounce actions. So it's a sannyasam karmanam, sansasi. You are praising renunciation of action, giving up actions. At the same time, punar yogam cha. And also you are praising yoga. You spent the whole chapter describing what yoga is. you know. So now you tell me. What is good for me? ekam Don't give me two absence. As I told you before, probably. Absence really creates confusion. When I was in Nairobi, to buy a car, I had to register your name. Just like in India used to be. And I, I think they've changed. But I'm talking about 80s. In India also, to get a car, you have to register yourself. And after two, three years, your number comes. Nairobi was the same way. My boss told me that, Neil, go and buy a new car. I mean, the company used to give me a car, not an old car. I was so excited, I went and told my friends. You know, my boss told me to buy a new car. So they all started laughing. I said, why are you guys laughing? He said, new car means next couple of years. You know, then you may get it. I said, no, 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 I need it now. He said, there is no way you're going to get a new car. You're gonna register, then your number will come. But I was so determined... I need a new car. My boss told me you can get a new car. I'm going to get it. So I used all my influences, told all my friends, all networking, all business people I knew. They finally found one car from the remote area agency where there's a one car available. Because, you know, they, they allocate you know, quotas to different agencies. In remote areas, there was no one to buy cars, so it was available. So we bought the car from the remote area and drove it back to Nairobi. And I was so proud that I got a car. There's not even a question which car it is. Whatever it is. You know. <laughs> it was actually called Ford Laser. None of you may have ever heard here. Ford Laser. It's actually Mazda Trivanti made in Japan for Ford company. I didn't even ask them, what does that mean? They actually told me, it's actually Mazda, but it's Ford. I, said, I don't care. New car, that's all I need. And I was so proud and happy. And, and after about eight months, we decided to come to the United States. I had to sell the car. So my boss said, you go and sell the car. I said, are you sure? He said, yeah, you sell it to whoever. There I realized why he wanted me to have a new car. They're selling a car, fetches more money than what I paid for. Because cars are scarce. So somebody has a new car, people are going to pay premium. So I sold that car for probably one and a half times what I bought it for. So the company made a profit on me. Yeah. In eight months, I used the car and gave a profit to them. Then I come here. Very first week, I realized I can survive in this country without a car. So I told my brother-in-law, we need to go and buy a car. Let's go and register it. He said, you don't need to register. You know? I said, when can we go and buy a car? He said, oh, over the weekend we will go. I said, are you sure that we're going to wait till the weekend? He said, yeah, yeah, that's fine, over the weekend. He, weekend, he tells me that let's go. So we first go to one dealership, four dealerships. And there are cars till my eyes can see. And he said, you can take any car from here. I said, are you serious? Then tell me which one I should take. He said, this is just one dealership. We're going to then go to Chrysler then we'll go to GM, and then we will go to all the Japanese cars. I said, nothing doing. You tell me which car to buy, and I'll buy it. Okay? But I'm not used to this. If you don't have a choice, that's the best situation you're in. When I started my firm, I did not have too many choices. That was the best situation I was in. When I had choices, I could never do it for all these years. So, Arjuna is in the same situation. He said, this choices I can you tell me what is good for me so at least now we know that Arjuna has come from not doing anything he wanted to run away from his actions he is now ready to do actions he realized that doing right action is what is necessary here but I do not know what the right action is that's where we are all we all want to do right things in life it's just that we sometimes don't know what the right thing is Therefore, now Bhagavan says, Sannyasaha Karma Yogascha Nisrayaha Sakarau Ubhav. Both Sannyasa and Karma Yoga are good. Both lead to sreyas, bliss which I am seeking. The peace which I am seeking in life, constantly, if I do this, then all my life will be peaceful. If I do this, all my life will be peaceful. And I continue to work towards my life. In the process, I actually create more agitations. As I told you before, probably in this class, that when I started going to Chinma Mission many, many years ago since I was a teenager, we, looked, we took Govindam. And there's one verse come. Balahatavat kridasaktaha, tarunahatavat taruni bruddha tavat chinta saktaha. I never understood. Balahatavat sakta easy. When I was a little child, I was engaged in toys, you know, and plays. No problem understanding. Tarunatavat taruni saktaha. I understood it clearly. Mine is a love marriage. So I understood what that means. Buddha tavat tinta saktaha. I said, why? I should be completely relieved by that time. Right, I figured out. I'm now 20-something. My son is already, at the time was three or four. By the time I'm 50, he will be 25. And I have only one son. I'm done. I'll be completely at peace after that. So, why this Vruddha Tava Chinta Sakta? I now understand at my age. You know. My sansar has grown so large since I was in my 20s that I have too many sources of doing Chinta. Either my son is not doing well his daughter is not doing well, my brothers, their sons, their daughters, they are married now, so their spouses, their children, anybody's news comes, he's not doing well, I'm worried now. My sansara has grown so vast that there is not a chance that I can be without worry. Vruddhatavat Parame Brahmani Kopina sakta Nobody is engaged in aligning with the Brahman, Bhagwan Sankaracharya says. So Bhagavan said that that bliss which you are seeking by attaching yourself to the Brahman is possible by both sannyasaha or Karma Yoga. Both will achieve the highest bliss which you are looking for, which will drop all your worries down because you are not attached to them karma sanyasat, karma yoga But you ask me question, right? Which one? There, karma yoga is superior than karma sanyasa. So we say wakabhaiwan okay, clearly says sannyasa is not really good. He said, No, for us karma yoga is good. Because karma sannyasa is not possible for us. Sanyasa means Giving up the doership. So giving up doership is not easy for me. Giving up doership will only happen when there is no desire. So right now, that's not where I am. So I should be practicing yoga, karma yoga. Where I can at least say I will continue doing what I am doing. I will continue doing what I like to do. But I'll not be worried about the fruits of actions. I'm giving up anxiety for the fruits of actions. With the complete understanding, the fruits will come no matter what. Whether I like or not. Sometimes we do actions and then pray to Lord, Oh Lord, let not the fruits come to me. Because I realize they were wrong actions. But they come anyway. So because it's a law of nature, once the action is performed, the result will come from this world. I say something, I may forget. The person who heard it, he never forgets. I meet him after 10 years, he remembers that you insulted me. I don't even remember anymore. I used to run Duberian Davis's architecture department before I started my NBJ architecture. So obviously I have hired and fired people in those years. Well, when I started NBG Architecture, I obviously go to you know, different agencies to see whether they can be my client. So I go to VCU to see if I get some work. Chief architect is a friend of mine. And he said, Neil, I'm hiring this person. And I, he said that he worked for you before. What do you think about him? I said, Who is he? And he gives me a name. The guy, I have fired him after working for me about two years. She ends up hiring him. He became my client for the next eight years. He never forgot. But because the f- chief architect was my friend, he didn't really do. Then he became a chief architect at another agency. So I call him up and say, Ed, we worked with you all these years. He said, Neil, we need to get together. Okay, I got together. He said, still bothers me, Neil, that you fired me 10 years ago. <laughs> so I said, you never told me the last eight years been working. He said, yeah, I was not in a position to ask you. But I'm asking you now. You want to continue working with me? You have to clarify. Why did you fire me? Mm -hmm. I said, I don't remember. Your action will never leave you. I had to explain to him whatever it was. I don't know whether it resolved his conflict in his mind or not. But I know that my actions will never leave me. So Bhagavan said, yoga is easier for you. You can give up the anxiety for the fruits of actions, because while you're acting, if you're focusing on what is the right action, then leave it to the karma data. Let the world decide what is right for me and move on. That's something we can practice. So, therefore, he says karma yoga is superior than karma sannyasa. Gneasa nitya sannyasi yonadvestina kankshati. Defining for us who the sannyasi is. Because we typically thought the sannyasi is given up sansar, given up, he is married and kids, but he decided no, this is not working out, I'm gonna give up, go to Himalayas. He said that's not sannyasa. Sannyasa is a state of mind, you know, where gnayasan nitya sannyasi jona dvestina kankshati. A person who does not hate or desire anything is a sannyasi. What does that mean is, if I have no desire, then I am a sannyasi. I will not have any desire if I have no vasanas. Vasanas, tendencies. The leftover impressions on my mind which say this is right and this is wrong. Starbucks coffee is good, 7 Eleven's coffee is not good. That vasana says, when you need coffee, go to Starbucks. And then there is no Starbucks in the community. What kind of people are you? (laughs) (laughs) How can you live and function in this town? That vasana. He said, as long as I have vasana, I have desires. And as long as I have desire, I am not a sannyasi. And because I have no desires, I have nothing to hate. Whether it's a Starbucks coffee, 7 coffee or instant coffee. It's still coffee. So it's fine. But right now, how can you drink instant coffee? I mean, it just repulsed me. You know, because I'm a Starbucks coffee guy. nirdvandohi mahabaho sukham bandhan pramuchyate He is beyond pairs of opposites. Pairs of opposites comes from my assessment of this world. What is right, what is wrong. What I like, what I dislike. What is conducive, what is not conducive. For somebody who is not engaged in this assessment, for him both are same. My assessment of this world is based on my likes and dislikes. My likes and dislikes are based on my desires. You know. If my desire was to go outside and have a picnic and it's raining outside, obviously that's not a good day for me. But I have just done my yard work and then it rains. I so thought, thank God, I don't know what the yard today. It's raining. My desire decides what is right and wrong, what is good and what is bad. See, see, as long as I have the vasanas, and likes and dislikes, I cannot be beyond pairs of opposites. I have to be beyond vasanas, to be beyond pairs of opposites. Sanyasi is the one, he he is beyond pairs of opposites, because his mind is completely clean, like a clean slate. There is no vasana, therefore he has no desire, Therefore, there is no pairs of opposite. Everything is as is, whatever it is. Sukham bandhan pramuchyate. Such a person will achieve the liberation from the bondage. The bondage we have today, we have discussed is, my own limitations imposed on me by my own impressions of what is good and bad. I am not tall enough. I am not smart enough. I am not powerful enough. I'm not rich enough. Based on what? Comparison to others. If everybody else is shorter than me, I'm the tallest. There was one riddle in our high school days, people used to ask. Shorten this line without erasing it. How do you do that? Draw a longer line next to it. Right? That was the riddle. Is the line shorter or or long? No. Compared to the other line. If there is no only one line, it's just a line. So Bhagavan says, Nirdvandhoi Mahabaho Sukham Bandhan Pramuchyade For him there is no bondage. Because everything is what it is. There is no comparison. The last verse we discuss is Sankhya Yoga Putak Balaha Ekam api Only children talk about that Sankhya is different than Yoga. Sankhya in this case relates to sannyasa. Sankhya relates to my logical deduction that this self cannot be different than the universal self. If the Lord created this universe, He is the creator and the only material available to Him was His self. If His self is the source for this universe, then my self cannot be different than His self. And therefore this world which I see is a world of plurality, cannot be the world of plurality but the different manifestation of the same singularity. Once I came to that conclusion, and if I am established in that, I am a Sankhya Yogi. I am a sannyasi. There is no Dvandva. The Dvandva creates problem. If I have concluded that, then I am a Sankhya. Sankhya Yoga. Yoga we have said is Karma Yoga. I work through purifying my mind and intellect, working for desires first, but then desireless actions, and then my mind as intellect is purified enough, so the knowledge signs through. That's the Karma Yoga. So Bhagavan says, only children will talk about that these two are different. Because we know that once my mind is purified, and knowledge signs through, I'll know the same reality, that there is no duality in this universe, in this world. It's made up of the same entity. Same reality pervades everywhere. We had some string theorists. It's nothing but strings of energy everywhere. This world is nothing but the same entity. Same basic material manifest as many. Ekam <inaudible> apyastitaha. If you establish in one, you will get the benefit of both. If you do meditation just for the purpose of lowering your blood pressure, but you will attain the other benefits as well. Let's say if I have no interest in lowering my blood pressure, but I do meditation to reach Bhagwan, blood pressure will reduce automatically. One, if I pursue, the other benefit will be automatically given to me. Ekam api samyak Very first notion of buy one, get one. That's where it came. Do one, other one is already there. But while I am not at the level of my understanding, I said they are different. No, 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 I am a gnani yogi. Not a karma yogi. Well, he is a karma yogi. It's only when we are children in our understanding of this scriptural philosophy. When you go higher, there is no two. That way, you see, the heads of all those religions, when they meet, they don't have any conflict. Pope meets Swami Chinmananda, Swami Chinmayanda meets some Islamic, you know. they don't have much conflict. It's us, with their followers. We meet some people and say, uh, Jai Krishna, we say, no, Haryom. So somebody met me and say, Neil, we are also Haryom. <laughs> that means we are also like you, sachin Mamesh. Because to us even that outward expression is so valuable. We don't do Jai Krishna, we do Haryom. You know. Only children thought of say like that. The one who established in the yoga... You know that both will achieve the same goal of achieving that permanent bliss. We will stop right here. Oṁ sarve bhavantu sukina sarve santu niramaya sarve bhadrani pashyantu maakaschit dukha Bhagbave Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti Hari Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Hari Om